Hey, you're about to listen to Trek Off, but before you do, I wanted to let you know that there is another podcast called Totally Super, where we review every superhero movie ever made. It's me and my buddy Arthur. We go through the Batman movies, the X-Men movies, the Avengers movies, movies like The Crow and Dr. Horrible, and more. So please, while you're listening to this, hop over to wherever you subscribe to podcasts and subscribe to Totally Super. Okay, here's Trek Off. It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. And today, there's today. so much to talk about. There's not even enough time to talk about all the stuff there is to talk about. This is what happens when we go forever and then we have a guest on. And it was so cool having those guys on. Oh, my way. God. Yeah. Uh, super cool. Great. So I, what I love is like that, that I I catch this realization from you like 10 minutes into the last podcast. Listen to the last podcast, by the way, to catch you all up. We did a podcast with the Scary Movie Project as guests last time. And and in the middle of talking, I introduced one of their co-hosts, uh, Tara, <laughs> who I've known since I was 14. I know what you're talking uh, about now. <laughs> and, and there's a moment where Alexia comes to the realization that I just thought that these were just guests. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, Tara's one of like the five people I've known the longest in my life. Um, and... Like, I just thought this was like some other cool podcasters. Like, no, I've got like, like, and we've done a ton of work together. And so it's just so funny because there are pictures like she was Cinderella and I was Cinderella's prince and in into the woods in 10th grade. Oh, goodness. <laughs> like, that's how far back this goes. So that's so insane um, to me. Like, I, I don't yeah. even, like, my brain can't process and she was, it. And she was best friends with my high school, with one of my high school girlfriends, like long term high school girlfriends. So the stories that she could tell, I'm sure. Oh, uh, that's not where one about. of these. So days I need to get her alone just me and her we'll just talk girl stuff no don't, you know I here's the reason I didn't do that on the show um because I could have I could have just done that what I wanted you know I like there are two of them um but the other thing is is well, that yes, remar- obviously. Like, the, the remarkable thing is that that our paths have continued to cross so often from like the moment we met because she is a legitimately like spectacular actress and producer and filmmaker on her own. Um, and so, so as I've been, ba- and I'm not saying that I am, but I, as I've bounced around in the area here with one project or another, I'm constantly working with the same people running into the same sort of group, you know, at, at Sanchez's, uh, with the premiere of lovely Molly, cause she was in it and I was there with that. Like, it was just, there was like, it's constant that we would like run into each other. And it's kind of fun to have that continuity, very far back because before high school, I never moved or like I never stayed in one place for very long. So to have yeah. someone like, Hey, here's someone I've known 30 years. That's crazy. It's just crazy to talk about that. That is a thing. So that's wild. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, it, it makes me think of like, like Mr. A, like whenever we go out back in the days when people went out, um, like in our day, uh, like he always, we, he would always be like, Oh, I went to high school. We'd, we'd always be running into somebody that he went to high school with or middle school with or whatever. Like, and we never ran into people I went to school with. I think like once. Well, I had some friends that I that I was still friends with from high school, like some small group of, of fr- but I'm saying like randomly people like like that just kind of come in and out. Like he was always like, I don't know what it was, but like, I guess people from my high school just didn't stay here for the most part. They were like, I'm getting the fuck out. They went <laughs> and I think on it's the interesting Firefly with a bunch of madmen that, um, that she got out. But you guys yeah. still like, I think that's I think that's awesome. 
So, uh, so speaking of, of, of crazy things, um, uh, that's really a terrible segue. That's not what we're talking about at all. Uh, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> oh, sorry, Connor. I'm uh, sorry. It's please. been a crazy week, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it, for, for Endlight, really. Um, we have a new short that we finished. Um, things are going very, very well with the last one cancellation. Uh, I want to personally ask everybody who hasn't already. Thank you for those of you who already have, uh, to go and just look up cancellation on IMDB right now. Um, cancellation with two L's. It's the British spelling. Um, or look at me, Justin Tim Payne on there. It really helps right now when people do that. Um, because, uh, cause the film is in the process of getting sold. So the higher we are, the better it does. So, um, so between that, getting the other one done, um, and then wanting to try to make sure that we get Trek off out, it just so happens that since it's been a month, there's just this backlog of Star Trek news, just a ton of stuff and stuff I want to talk to you about. And so I want to just jump right in. Um, uh, let's start, let's, let's ease you in, right? Let's, let's, let's lube it up a little bit before we go in. <laughs> Did you know that there's a new animated Star Trek show coming? Uh, I did, actually. Did you know that this show is going to be on Nickelodeon and is totally for kids and is not called Lower Decks? No, I actually didn't know that. There we go. See, that's what, that was a big trickaroo. You see, I, you thought it was easy in one way and I went the totally other way. Um, so this name of the show is Star Trek Prodigy. And I'm reading this off of trekmovie.com. Star Trek Prodigy is coming to Nickelodeon next year. It's a Star Trek show for younger kids. The CG animated series will debut exclusively on Nickelodeon in 2021. It follows a group of lawless teens who discover a derelict Starfleet ship and use it to search for adventure, meaning, and salvation. Um, It's being developed by all the same people, uh, the people who did Troll Hunters and Ninjago, which are actually really good shows. Um, I love troll hunters, and and, and then uh, and then also uh, Alex Kurtzman and the same people who developed Picard and, and Discovery and stuff. So it's geared younger the way the troll hunters is, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be younger stupid. It's going to be this is accessible to younger kids, but if you're a Star Trek fan, you might just enjoy it just fine too. Um, I just I, so- I don't uh, now this what? this this kind of hits on a gripe I have like that okay, this this ageist thing in general that we have going on um i it's something that obviously is not new uh i feel like it has gotten worse not better and that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because we're living longer right like and this this whole idea particularly when it comes to like quote-unquote children's programming that they cannot relate to anything with adults in it I find I, I that to me just occurs as like ridiculous oh, and and stupid. Like, I had so no like problem. We grew up so like when we grew up, the 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 median age of the person was somewhere between seventeen and like twenty four, right? You're like how old was? No Spike? way, no, well, no, no. The median age. Oh no, yeah. When you, there are certain shows you're talking about, I'm talking about cartoons. GI Joe. No, no, no. When I say Spike, people, I mean like I'm talking like GI Joe, Gem. Like she ran a fucking like house for wayward so girls. So like they were like in their late twenties or thirties. The, they were definitely the adults. Avatar on go on Transformers though was Spike, who was. Like who was somewhere between seventeen and twenty-five. Adam in in He Man was actually somewhere between like seventeen and twenty. It was all sort of a a beginning to come of age. Now where I'm not talking thirteen, fourteen ish, I'm talking on the cusp of adulthood. There are exceptions like like G.I. Joe and Gem, certainly, but like when I think of the shows that I loved, you know, Lion O. 
on on the, ah but he was an Tucker. adult he he whilst inside he was not and he was surrounded by adults they well, were adults that's the thing that's the big difference i think that's the big difference because he was surrounded by adults but it was always the, there was the the main character was always the coming of age character surrounded by adults who are all sort of teaching him it, it, it that's, wasn't that's, though that's what i'm saying like jem wasn't gi joe wasn't um, I'm trying to think of some other one. Um, My Little Pony. I guess they were ponies. They were they didn't have ages per se, but they didn't occur as children. Um, like I'm not saying there weren't things that were that were that had a child at the heart of it, but I'm saying this idea that um, X Men. There were there were no kids in X Men. Jubilee was the kid in X Men, and she wasn't yeah, in she most was of the, the episodes. Avatar for the very first episode. It was Jubilee's story in the first episode, meeting the rest of the X Men. But but that was it. Th- then you kind of barely saw her. It was about the X Men. Like I'm just yeah, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I and I and I recently comics, discovered. Um, I didn't even know this, and I and how did I come across it? I think I watched the horrible Artemis Fowl movie on Disney Plus when it came out. Wow, um, I've never seen so much hate. By the way, I've never uh, seen so much like 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 it's not like it seemed like it was like I'm not a big fan of the source material. Really? But I think you didn't like the book. Somehow, I mean, somehow or another, I I, do, I don't know the book. I have no interest. Um, but the but oh, they're but, great. But the like I have not seen this level. Like it's one thing when Star Wars or Star Trek disappoints, but this calls back to like when the Avatar movie disappointed. Like this is like like people are like you have you've murdered my family. <laughs> I mean, it kind of was. It was a lot like that. I mean, if you read the books. And here was the thing. It was like, you sh- you should never have really, what you should never have done was make it a movie in the first place. I understand back when it was first popularized, like when I read it, when it was, you know, becoming a thing that, you know, the movie was the thing. But the, so with as far as TV has come, because in the very first book, Artemis Fowl, this kid is not a good kid he's a criminal like straight up like the whole first book is about him stealing gold from the fairies like that's what the whole plot is now he's doing it to find his dad you know what i mean so like he's not irredeemable but he becomes more of a reluctant hero and redeemable i think you really like it over the course of the books which is why you can't really fit it into a movie because it doesn't work right you can't have us rooting so to speak for the villain of the piece uh in in a movie it kind of doesn't work and so bring this back around to star trek for me then like so, so how is that well so like, so i'm saying no I, I watched what i just described i had watched this horrible thing and was very upset by it but while i was there at disney plus i came across something um it was the fantastic four movie that everybody said was really bad fan four stick oh we do a great review of it over we call it fan four stick because if you look at the label on it it says fantastic but the a is the number oh yeah, yeah yeah no i know it's exactly what it looks like it does yes uh, that's it's fan four stick like. yeah we, fan do a, we do a really fun uh um review of that over on um totally super anyway go on oh okay so i'd never seen it before and every once in a while like if mr a and i are like eating dinner but we want to definitely game afterward and we don't want to get like pulled into something because it's very easy for me anyway uh and there's so much like you talk about all the time there's so much good content i don't want to get like oh no i want i have to watch the next one right I'm, i have very poor impulse control so <clears throat> well i'll purposely pick a bad movie so i was like perfect the fan four stick this is this will be great i remember everybody talking about how bad it was and when we watched it 
I noticed the thing that I hated the most about it was that they made them all kids. I was like, this is so ludicrous. Like this doesn't like why oh, why do we why are we doing like why are we doing this? These people they were, were fucking they were like scientists. They were in their twenties. They were, they were in their 20s. dude. They were scientists. Okay, what twenty-one-year-old do you know that's an astronaut at the space station? Like, first of all, the list of astronauts I know is like one. I okay. know one astronaut. Have you heard of any? Because I don't. I don't think I've seen an no. interview with anyone at the International Space Station that's twenty, twenty-one, eighteen, nineteen. It's ridiculous. It's ludicrous. And so that was the thing. I felt like otherwise there was actually some stuff I kind of found myself liking about the movie. I was like, I just don't know why they did, and and it certainly <clears throat> becomes exponentially more ridiculous. When I'm led to believe that he's built this dimensional portal in his garage, and then they find him at the science fair, and to, and him and Sue aren't married. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Like that there's it, it it spirals and becomes more and more ridiculous the longer it goes on. When you th- well, especially if you're weren't comparing married it for a very long time, they huh? were, she was they they weren't married immediately. She was Sue Storm for a long time. Their wedding was a thing. Well, I didn't know that. My my first exposure to the Fantastic Four was the first movie, and they were already married. And so that's the thing, right? So, so they were already married when they're exposed, though, right? They're not dating. No, I don't, they're I don't, not. I don't. I I don't believe that they are. I don't think that they are. I would have to okay. look that up. But here's, but, here's but the, regardless, here's the, but what it here's led the me to. Things you're bumping up against, then though. They, here's the things you're bumping up against because we don't have that problem with Spider-Man because in animated form, uh, Spider-Man is is sort of they keep repeating the Spider-Man's in high school thing. But if you look back at like in the '90s, and that, that bothers and me too. I've been telling you it bothers me because he's it, a grown it, up. He's a grown up. He works. He sells his pictures to the newspaper. He's a fucking grown up. But for the first like. 15 years of Spider-Man, he wasn't a grown-up. That was the plot. That was the thing, was that he was actually a kid. And I would love to see grown-up Spider-Man. I still I like, don't I'm think so- I've seen it. Because like, like I, I feel like Andrew Garfield was like 35 when he was in high school. And Tobey Maguire just grew into you know, a piece of shit. Um, so like, I would love to see th- that, you know, getting married to MJ. Th- I would, l- I'd love to see that happen one day, but like, I'm, I'm know, sort of, I, I but think it's, I that's so a part of the whole young And because I, and as I watched that, I, so when I finished the movie, the, the fan, fan four stick, right. I, what I found on Disney plus, and it suggested to me that I'd never seen and did not know about was a cartoon series for the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. That was out when X-Men was out. I was like, what? Oh, my God, this is amazing. So me and Mr. A started it. It's a Hulk series, yeah. And Spider-Man, yeah, they were all out. And we watched it, and lo and behold, they're all fucking adults. (laughs) And I was like, again, see, here we see it again. Uh, This, I and I, you know, I'm not trying to say that I'm the the best human being in the world, but I think I turned out okay. And I didn't have all of these, I didn't have to have some child to be associated with. You know, I didn't have to watch children doing ridiculous things like saving the world. Like every once in a while, yeah, movies came out where they did fantastical things, but by and large, most of the source material for my my morning cartoons was me watching adults 
dealing with adult problems and they would have little things that they i mean remember how they would have like little things at the end of the show that would be like the lesson and all that it was like what sure. happened to the idea that you can that you look up to adults and that that is what you were aspiring to and that they are role models and that's just well kids can't do that anymore they they've lost that okay. ability like i find that truly offensive and that's why I find this okay. idea offensive. I was watching okay, Star so, Trek so, when so, I was so, a kid. So let me let, let me let me let me give you give you these these couple of of, of thoughts on that. Uh, first of all, is there anybody on your lawn right now? I <laughs> <laughs> just, just wondering. No, nah, because I done I yelled would, at them to get the fuck off my lawn a while ago. I, I would assume that there's not. I would tell you most of the shows that I watched before middle school and even into the beginning of middle school featured teenagers as the main characters. If you count Lion-O and Prince Adam, and I didn't watch those that much, but like the Bionic 6 were all teenagers and that was my favorite one. Um, I didn't watch and, uh Pardon? I didn't watch that. I don't even, I don't even, I love, I haven't even heard of that. I, I, love the, I, I love the Bionic 6. And the I Voltron watched the Bionic Force, Man and I watched, I, the, I'm sorry, I watched the $6 million Man and I watched the Bionic Woman but, and well, they so were what? That's, <gasps> the that's what I, that's what I want to get to though. That's what I want to get to <laughs> is that my cartoons were, the Voltron Force were pretty much somewhere between you know, I mean, the ages were weird in the 80s, ladies and gentlemen. Let me be clear. The they were not Marty, children. The, Voltron, they were not children. One, of them, was, one they, of them okay. was like a little baby child. And the other one was a full grown ass man. But these were in the days when Marty McFly hung out with Doc all day and nobody questioned it. <laughs> I mean, who didn't have who didn't have. Who didn't have a 50, when you were in high school, a 55-year-old uh, disgraced scientist who is your best friend? Everybody had one of those, right? Um, but I, I will have you know, Mr. A knew a lot, like, and I have always thought this was really cool. Um, and is why I think he's not as, I mean, you know me, I'm all like, everybody's going to, like, I, I think I've said this before and people are, it, it's... Sounds like a ridiculous statement, but I'm so shy. He is like the opposite of me in that respect. And it's because he actually spent a lot of time with his grandparents and they would take him to things like cart. Like there was a, there, there was a, a play. I think they still do it, uh, at like the parking lot in a Burger King somewhere, uh, where these people get together with like their old cars and they kind of have like, it's like a mini car show. Like it doesn't cost anything to get it. It's just a bunch of people who have a love of cars getting together and bringing their stuff out. And he would go to these with like his grandparents and would talk and, and interact with all of these older people. Like, and I mean, like, like people in their you know, 70s and shit, like, like as a child. And, well, well, and, and he and has, there, there is value in that. There is, there's value so much value in that. But, and I, but I didn't have my, that. But, but when it comes to our choices of what we watch when we're kids on TV, you may have gravitated. Hmm. And yes, I believe there should be room. Um, for more more adults, but I mean, look, Pokemon. Like Shira was wasn't a child. Shira um, was a woman. Woman. She was. It's it, it's weird. Again, it's it's ages get weird because she's Prince Adams, but he is a. I mean, it's all. It, it's hard to to parse all all of the ages. But here the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is that I was watching. I liked Kids Incorporated, and on Inspector Gadget. I always gravitated. I did watch Penny. Inspector Gadget. Yeah, you know, Penny, Penny was the one, and Gadget was the idiot. Um, Transformers is one I really liked. I felt that the the Voltron Force they felt like they were they were like nineteen if they were even nineteen. It's how I felt. It's how I felt about the Voltron Force. And then things like like I said, Pokemon and uh, and Power Rangers. They were a bunch of teenagers. Always been a bunch of teenagers. Yeah. Um, 
and, I didn't and watch I gotta Power imagine Rangers, really. I gotta imagine the Power Rangers sort of became sort of became the model. And really Voltron Force before Power Rangers, because anyone who saw Power Rangers in the nineties who grew up in the eighties were like, This is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen I've seen this before. This is such a Voltron um, ripoff. <laughs> um uh but so so what do our kids have when they go to the cinemas though? Who are the big heroes? Because if you look at it, it's a bunch of fifty year old men, forty and fifty year old men, right? Doctor Strange in his forties, Ant Man in his forties, uh uh Paul Rudd's actually fifty believe it or not um that's crazy uh uh iron man in his late 50s um you know you just go you you go across the board all the marvel heroes batman grain at the temples bat you know ben affleck's in his in his 40s superman in his late 30s you just like like in in the transformers movies you have he's a kid for the first like 20 minutes of the first movie then it's all adults for all the Transformers movie forward until you get to Bumblebee, where finally people started paying attention to the Transformers movies again. But for the most part, you know, you have John Cena who's out there, the the Fast and the Furious, all the things that like every movie that I've been showing my son, all the Marvel movies, the Star Wars movies again. How old is Ray? She's somewhere between like 15 and 35. I can't really tell you how old she is. I can't even tell you how much time it, it takes place in between those movies. Like I think she might be 16. But she might also be thirty-five. I really don't know. Um, uh, like, like the Star it's Wars pretty clear like, that she's that she's like eighteen or nineteen. Is it? Yes. Is it? I, don't know. I, I mean that that it's 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 fairly she's, explicit. You know what she, you, you know what she is. She's, she she's eighteen seventeen. That's what she is. She's eighteen and seventeen years. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> But so, so if you look at like the big things that are, that really kids are going for, look at all the characters in the toy aisle, most of those from the cinematic stuff and from their video games, bunch of, bunch of adults, tons of adults. So kids, I don't mind there being a Star Trek show with kids. Certainly there are more than enough Star Trek shows with adults available. And this is what I wanted to get to. And we were going to talk about Lower Decks too, because this is what, because I've seen people online see this, say, oh, another animated Star Trek show for kids. And then they saw the the lower decks thing and like this is bullshit this isn't my star trek and i got news for your star trek this is coming from a star trek podcast so i yeah, I mean, we might lose some listeners here but i got news for your star trek that model didn't work even if it was good it didn't work even if you thought that voyager and enterprise and ds9 and next gen were all of the same caliber and quality and that they were all a plus awesome it didn't work because you presented the same star trek over and over and over and over again and in its attempt especially this is a big problem i have with voyager actually in its attempt to appeal to everyone to do what's called four quadrant four quadrant entertainment um you end up with a show that is and and this is why i really Milk dislike toast. enterprise it's bland because yeah. it's trying so hard doesn't want to offend too many you want the kids to get it but also the adults to get it. it needs to be risque enough to kind of get the young adults but also simple enough and g it has to be r-rated and g-rated at the same time and it ends up just being this hodgepodge of blech and my favorite thing about the current era of Star Trek is that they are doing it a different way this time. They're going, okay, it's all Star Trek. It's all canon. It's all happening in the same universe. But you can buy in. The people who like Discovery might not like Picard. People like Picard might not like Lower Decks. But whoever you are, there might be a Star Trek that's a buy-in for you. 
And it works really well if you look specifically for another Paramount franchise, the Transformers. Because for the people who like the Michael Bay movies, there were uh, huge Michael, but there are people who love them, man. Those movies did really, really well. Then there was a show on TV, Transformers Prime, that was evidently really, really good. But when my little one was little, he was watching Transformers Rescue Bots, which was for little kids. And they did a really good, and it, it is all supposedly within the same universe. And I'm like, oh, what you're doing is you're planning for when one ages out of one, they can age into the next and maybe they love them all. But it might unfortunately mean that some of it is not for me. And I, Star Wars is a great example of this. Star Wars has a show called Star, Star Wars Resistance. Now, I loved Rebels. I loved Clone Wars. And I will talk a little bit about it. I watched like four episodes of Resistance and I was like, I can't. I'm just not getting into this. But my little kids, little kids love it. So good for them. They can have it. You know, they should not necessarily be watching Revenge of the Sith. You know, but they can watch this. Anyway. I don't know, man. I mean, since you bring up Star Wars, um, and I normally don't ever, ever go to Twitter or the internets if I can help it. I did come across something, and I'm sure you've heard it because it made me think of you. Um, and it was it was a George Takei joke when when the the Twitter everybody was doing the joke I have a joke about blah 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 thing you know what I'm talking about right no like ah. I have a, I think one of the, the examples was I have a joke about Charles Manson and it really kills. Ah, uh, you don't remember like, this going around. This was like, no. the whole thing was like, no, but, we'll, but we'll just keep, we'll just keep going. It was all over Twitter. Anyway, George Takei's was, and it, it was one of the best ones I heard or saw was I have a joke about star Wars, but it's kind of forced. Ha <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> I loved it. it made me I think of it. you. I was like, he must have loved that. So you really didn't, you didn't see that? I have, I saw one that said, uh, like it was like 2020, it was a picture of, of Obi-Wan, um, where, where, like where right before Anakin catches on fire and it's a picture of Obi-Wan he's looking down and, and next to him, it says 2020 Valentine's day is on a Friday. Fourth of July is on a Friday. Halloween is on a Saturday. Christmas is on a three day weekend and new year's is on a three day weekend. And underneath he's yelling, He's yelling, you were the chosen one. And then underneath it just says 2020 on top of Anakin going, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Like, dude, did you see on Colbert? There's like a. He, I don't know if you ever watched my one of my favorite segments of him of his is is Meanwhile, which of course is now Quarantine While. Yeah, I watch Colbert every day. Did you watch the where he's talking about they're gonna scientists are gonna go look in this um, deep blue hole in the sea? He's like, please don't. Like twenty twenties, we've had we've got enough. And I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> it's like what we're talking about with the <laughs> the um. Um, our podcast was with like the the last podcast we were talking about um, like Candyman or whatever like listen I don't think it's gonna bring him right if I say his name however many times in a mirror but I'm also but I'm not I'm, fucking around I'm just not you know, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to test it you know and it's I'm just so I'm so with Colbert I'm like you know what we have already got this pandemic like there, there's enough man that's like not yeah, supposed to yeah. happen let's not Let's look in that hole some other time, okay? <laughs> like, let's not wake up Godzilla or some other ridiculous thing that's only ever happened in a movie and make it real. Because clearly, that's what's up with 2020. Like, well, speaking of don't. looking at holes, um, <laughs> I, w- 
I, I, I will say this. I, I'm looking forward to the show. I Troll Hunter, especially the, the people I, from Troll so Hunters. I do love the, I do love Troll Hunters. I just they I know think how what to do a, teens. They know how to do them well. And yeah, I, I just I, I think I, that I, I don't just, love the premise. But I, I hate like, the premise. That's what I'm saying. I hate it. Like I hate the premise. I hate the idea. Like if it was if it was even if it was like children. If it was following children of people who are in Starfleet and what their life is like, like maybe there's a kid who feels pressure to join Starfleet. Maybe there's a kid who want, who wants nothing to do with Starfleet because all he sees is, you know, all he or she sees is the bad. And there's another kid that's, you know, fucking Wesley. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would, I would be okay with that. What I'm, what I'm, I'm struggling with is not only not that you're going, hey, we're going to focus this on children, uh, in outer space, which is patently ridiculous. Um, and I, and I know it's sort of coming from me. Like, I loved the movie Explorers, but it was a fucking movie. Okay. It was one movie <laughs> and Space Camp. Okay. But still, I'm saying it was like these were isolated incidents. Okay. And they were in the 80s when everything was happy and good. And we've clearly gone into the phase of gritty realism. All right. So wow. you can't have kids in space right now. It doesn't make well, fucking sense. Parents, listen, you send your kids to space. I'm calling CPS. And it's just I'm just saying, right? That's what it comes like, down stop, to. Yeah, I stop sending your kids into space. Now, if, <laughs> if, if if our podcast gets nothing else done today, <laughs> stop sending your kids into space. It's not safe out there. It's not safe. There's <laughs> just no air out safe. there. There's Did no you know air. there's no air in space? Do you, do you know what kind of training is required to go to space? Stop. I'm just saying. Fucking parents are shooting your kids off into space willy nilly. I'm just tired of it. Every day I go outside. There's a rocket. Some fucking kid getting put in space. I so guess I'm they're not going back to school in the fall. Let's send them to space. <laughs> so I I will do with Prodigy what I did with um with Star Trek uh, Star Star Wars uh Resistance. I will give it four episodes. Maybe it compels me. Maybe it grabs me. Maybe I'm just so happy that I'm watching Star Trek that I'll go with it. Um, but it's you know it has for me. I will admit that that I, I'm de- I'm defending it, but I will admit to you that it has a bit of an uphill climb with me. Like it's gonna have to like like if it were just regular Star Trek, it would have to be like you know sixty to seventy percent good for me to keep watching it because I'm already. It's gonna have to be like eighty five because it's just gonna it's gonna have to pull me over that mountain. And I'm not saying it can't. Discovery did. I was ready to bail on like you know Discovery failed in a lot of areas and then it pulled me over the mountain. Now I love it. Maybe I'll love this. Maybe I'll think it's the best one. Um, but it is gonna, it's got its Star Trek prodigy. You have your work cut out. Safe to say? Uh, yeah. All right, moving on. Speaking of another animated Star Trek show that all the Star Trek fans are up in arms about and ready to fucking hate. Um, uh, I'm really curious to see what you're going to think of this, whether or not this can be your Star Trek, given that, given that we have reviews on the Trek off movie that say, and I quote, was not ready for this. <laughs> so... <laughs> That we have been directly assaulted for for ruining Star Trek with our crass sense of humor. Uh, we we're going to do a reaction video right now as you watch the the first five minute, first minute and forty four seconds of Star Trek Lower Decks. Go ahead and hit play. Captain's Law, Star Date five seven four three six point two. The Cerritos is docked at Douglas Station for routine maintenance and resupply. 
We will soon set course for the capital planet on the Galar system, where we're scheduled to make second contact with the Galardonian High Council. First contact is a delicate, high-stakes operation of diplomacy. One must be ready for anything when humanity is interacting with an alien race for the first time. But we don't do that. Our specialty is second contact. Still pretty important. We get all the paperwork signed, make sure we're spelling the name of the planet right, get to know all the good places to eat. <gasps> God, what are you doing? Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, just... no. Oh, no, 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 no. <gasps> are you pretending to do a captain's log? <laughs> We're all supposed to keep logs. Okay, let me listen to no, it. No, go away. <laughs> I can't believe you're no, wasting no. your shore leave on this. Privacy, please. Okay, time to go. Come on. Get Privacy. Out of the Let's go. Come on. Are you drunk? Yeah, dude, you should be too. I mean, this station is amazing. What? And they have Romulan whiskey. And I bet you thought it was going to be green, but it is actually blue. It's this very beautiful color. Romulan whiskey is against regulation. Yeah, because it's awesome. Oh, man, they got all sorts of great stuff. Oh, oh, oh come on, check this out. Ah, be oh, careful yeah. with that. Pretty sweet. Oh, right? my yeah, God. It's a Klingon bat, um, bat, uh, bat. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. It doesn't matter. Shut up. I got it from an old guy with an hey, iPad. Hey. Come spar with no, me. Stop. Come on. Oh, we could be Klingons. We could have crimped oh, hair, and wrinkled hey, foreheads. War, war, war. I love honor. I demand honor. Oh my god. Uh, and I'm the worst. That's where I'm going to cut off the episode today. That's right. I know it's a little short, but we have a whole huge episode afterward to come where you're going to hear exactly what Alexia thinks and how I react to that reaction. So for now, my name is Justin. That was Alexia. Check off, bitches. Just one more reminder before you go to go to Totally Super on wherever you subscribe to podcasts, whatever you're listening to this on, search for Totally Super and hear me and Arthur review every superhero movie ever made. It's an awesome show. I think you'll love it. Okay. Thanks for listening.